I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Trying for a baby on the floor. Trying for a baby on the floor. I'm trying for a baby. Trying for a baby on the floor right now. Trying on the floor, baby for a floor. Trying my baby for its floor. There's a pelvic floor, but there's no pelvic ceiling. That's right. And there's no floor pelvic. Pelvis. What about this? A floor pelvis. <laughs> okay. I like it. Mm. Well, I mean, that it, is, is that like in a bathroom? You know how some modern bathrooms, they'll just have a drain in the middle of the floor? Yeah. Yeah. To take the water that runs for, comes out of the bath? Mm. Is that a floor pelvis? Yeah, well, I guess it's the pelvis. I mean, look, is the, I guess the pelvis is kind of, in many ways, it's just a like a, like a bone tunnel. Mm. Right? <laughs> I mean, there's some it's structure. A bo- it's a bone hole. Yeah, it's a bone hole. I mean, it's a bone hole that holds flesh holes. Yeah, but also sure. holds a bit of equipment so that like legs and and sort of hips and stuff. But is the pelvis everything? Like the hip and all that, or is the pelvis just the hole? Oh, I don't know. Well, I, I don't mean, know. you've got a you've got a pelvis. I've right? got a pelvis. Yeah. yeah. Is there organs and stuff in there? I don't know. I think there's got to be organs. Like, how low do our organs sit? They but must but sit. I, I just don't know what the pelvis actually refers yeah. to, whether it refers to just the, mm. like, because you've got the waist, you've yeah. got the hips. I imagine there's not much left over to be yeah. called pelvis. But it's definitely a cavity in which a, a baby's head will it's pass a cavity, through at some point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, like, it's, a, it's the bone hole. It's, it's the like, bone hole. <laughs> it's a bone tunnel. I can see the baby's head presenting through the bone hole. <laughs> and so... All right, doctor. Look, it um, could be a drain. I love working with you, but you've got to stop using the phrase bone hole. <laughs> it's throwing it. The patients, they don't like it. They lose confidence. <laughs> oh, flesh hole? I mean, it is going through a flesh hole as well, I suppose. Mm, bone tunnel. Mm, something pipe? Bone pipe. I mean, it's not quite a pipe. You expect a bit more length, but I guess tunnel, you expect some length, but... Is bone hole anything? Is there a sketch in bone hole? It's probably the title of the episode. Yeah, okay. That's Um, nice. Uh, But I mean, look. Scratching uh, out the sketch ideas from the failed episode we tried before this. It was was nine minutes of us yelling at each other. (laughs) No, it wasn't. It was maybe a minute. Okay. And then eight minutes of flailing. (laughs) (laughs) Could have done with more yelling in those eight minutes. Um so look, bone hole. Well, I mean, yeah, but we. I think we have to f- find more to it. There's going to mm. be, you know, bone no, hole. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> it's just just somebody who uses the word bone hole. I think that's already, you know, it's, it's got a it's got a chuckle Do attached to it. Do you think there's something in the idea that maybe doctors have words, like the real words that they all doctors use mm. for all the body parts, yeah. and then the words that they tell us are just the ones to make it it sound more like a real profession. But, yeah, like, I reckon right. bone hole is absolutely one of the ones that they use 
But when it's yeah. just doctors or when the patient's under anaesthetist. Yeah. Anaes- a- 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 anaes- under the anaesthetist. <laughs> back in the back in the day, before yeah. they had anaesthetics, I reckon being under the, the, the anaesthetist would just come and sit on you. Just sit on to you. Just stop you flailing put, around. Put their belly over your mouth and <laughs> yeah. nose and stuff until you pass out. If you if you if if you feel pain, just scream into my gut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's just like I mean, I, for some reason I picture like so he just puts pushes their gut into their face mm. and they kind of struggle a bit and then I think just on top of it, just to kind of finish it off, they put their fingers in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> and I think when you close all those holes, then your body shuts down a little bit. Yeah, like a chicken. It's like that Vulcan pinch, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the Vulcan nerve. Turns out there is a real Vulcan nerve grip, yeah. but it involves the stomach, <laughs> your, stomach your stomach, their face, their face. <laughs> and your fingers in their ears. <laughs> it's instant, though. As soon as you do it, yeah. you're do you, blocked. Do you think that there's a real... No. <laughs> it's instant, though. As soon as you put your belly over their three face holes mm-hmm. and then put your two fingers in their ear holes and then wait 45 seconds <laughs> it's instant it's instant <laughs> it happens instantly like that yeah i think every does i wonder i wonder if everything happens instantly right and sometimes there's a lot of build-up mm. but then everything happens instantly would that be possible wait, what's wait, an example of something wait, that doesn't i have had this conversation very recently no where somebody With said me probably I think it could be you uh, and it could have been on, on the this last podcast last episode oh my god <laughs> This is that's terrible. Look, the terrible thing is that as I was coming up with it, it felt so new and I was so excited. And as soon as you tell me we've had this conversation before, I'm like, of course we have. It all came I flooding. couldn't tell you what. No, it hasn't come flooding back, but I just believe you utterly that, yeah. Ugh. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. to No, I'm no. sorry to the listeners. No, it's fine. They Look, I, I was thinking about something. So this sketch with the anesthetist, mm. could it be called... Under an anesthetist. <laughs> anesthetist. Sorry, under an anesthetist. I think you put a few extra thsts in yeah. here. And it's a restaurant. <laughs> well, you're certainly having a rest. Uh, yeah. Okay, it's a new one. Having a restaurant. Okay, and it's it's a motel where you could go and book a room for a couple of hours, but <laughs> and you lay in the, some food. That's the it's a bed of food. <laughs> Well, I called it that because it was a bed of food initially. It's a bed of salad, a bed of mixed greens, a bed of uh, mashed potato. Initially, I called it that because I was saying to my... She said, what's the name? I said, hang on, I'm going to go have a rest. (laughs) She said, a restaurant... And then she wrote it down. And then once the name was written down... My name is Aront. (laughs) Aront. She wrote it down. Then I had to basically re, you know, fix fix the restaurant to fit based on the way that because it was the written down. Was the written pen, down. the pen died. And so you know, she'd already gone to the sign writers, and uh, you know, you know what it. she's like. She, <laughs> she off like that. <laughs> she is my business partner. She's actually the person who I work with. She she just basically I say things to her and she goes to sign writers <laughs> with them and gets them printed immediately and never double checks because she doesn't want to waste my time and I appreciate that. <laughs> the only time it backfires is most of the time. <laughs> 
And so now I'm running this restaurant, which actually I'm going through quite a bit of food. Oh. But you can still charge for a night's, a night's rent, but it's just in a big food hall. Mm. Initially it was a... Well, we get into the council regulations for food halls, which are actually much more lenient than they are for places of accommodation. But Oh, you don't want to get me started on a bed and breakfast. But the only This is a bed in breakfast. This is <laughs> It's just eggs and bacon sometimes. It depends what meal you want. But you know, it, it helps if they just want something that's very mm. carby because you can sort of make a lot that will cover a big surface area that uh, you know doesn't cost too much for me. I think a a bed and breakfast mm. is is good to, is is a good thing, is an interesting thing to sell as a single unit. What is this? It's a bed and breakfast. It's both a bed and it's a breakfast. It's true. Mm. Right? That's that's what that that's what those signs mean to me. That's I think that's what it means. Whenever I go to a bed and breakfast, yeah. I think the bed is going to be a breakfast. It's going to be a bed <laughs> that is also a breakfast. So so it's you a know? Bit, it's a like bit if disappointing. This is, mm. If this is a uh, a a uh, I can't think of anything that's two things where you put an and in the middle. <laughs> Um, what about a twist and shout? <laughs> um, Which I've joked in the past is a is a song about a guy lifting something heavy with poor technique. It's quite good. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We're lifting and passing something, you know. No, but you know when you're like, you like, they're always like, don't mm. twist your back while you're lifting because you're like suddenly. Do they say that? Oh yeah. Have you ever done? You've ever done a? I've never lifted. You've never worked at a. I Woolworths? think everything's at the good height, at, at the right height. Yeah, I already like yeah. where everything is too. Yeah. Yeah. Especially things that are messy. Mm. Mm. I can move them around. I just don't want to change the height of everything. I think you know everything finds its level. Alistair, I feel like we've said lots of things that I would like to write down. You've only written down under an anaesthetist having a restaurant. No, I mean I haven't. Oh, you've write, written I'll under write down an anaesthetist. Yeah, I see that's something. And then I think having having a having a restaurant, we've got to write it down just for old times' sake. Yeah. You know? Um yeah. and was there something else there? Oh well my bed and breakfast thing, but that's not really right. But I do want to ask the question, Alistair, which I mean, which food do you think would be the best to sleep on? Yeah, I mean, it'd be hard to go past mashed potatoes. But I wonder though. Mm, I yeah, wonder. It does make you wonder. Yeah. What about? There's only one way to find out. What about a bed of lettuce? You know, like full heads of iceberg no, lettuce. No, not at all. Yeah. How could that be good? Think about it. Like, so picture, uh, you know, like a, like a waterbed. Yeah. Right. Now remove that that weird bubbly thing. That weird bubbly the bladder. Bed? Yeah, the bladder part, <laughs> because there's still that frame that holds in the bladder. Is that is that the case with the waterbed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a frame. Yeah, there's got to be a frame. I think it's just a. No, it's not like a normal mattress. I don't think it's not like a normal mattress on. T- I always picture it as just being an air air bed, but full of water. No, am I, think, I wrong? No, no. I think there has to be like a frame around it, so there's not like kind of. It's not like moving side to side. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of imagine that like you mm, you're, you're right. on there and it was just kind of start like somebody gets on and it kind of pushes you side to side and then it starts to kind of like ease off of this. It would move. It would travel through the room over the night. Are people still manufacturing new waterbeds? I can't imagine. I mean, there might be somebody trying to disrupt the bed market. Mm. But I, I don't know. But think about now. That, that frame where you would put that bladder, yeah. fill that up with full heads of room temperature. Yes. 
iceberg lettuce. Okay, so the ice is just there as a it's in name only. Well, yeah, and I think it always was. It's almost like a ball pit, but full of iceberg lettuce. Yeah, of sort of bouncy, crunchy, uh, you know, nice springy lettuce. You know, I think it would be very comfortable if you went to an iceberg lettuce farm. Yeah. And you sort of lay down. You lay down. Let's say, let's say you were you were in a you were a prisoner of war. Yeah. Who was working? <laughs> was forced to work on this labor camp at the iceberg lettuce uh, <laughs> farm. And you, oh, you got to keep the troops in iceberg lettuce. Yeah. You gotta, and then you gotta. <laughs> How are they gonna pat out their salads? You're trying to escape. Mm. And so first you. Hop into the to the into back one of the of those truck. troughs or whatever. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a big truck with like sort of, you know, a wire cage around it, mm. and so that you can see into it. Yeah. And then you, so at first you fall into the lettuce, and that yeah. would be like what it'd be like getting into bed, yeah. into this iceberg lettuce yeah. bed. I think and that then, would sound real nice. Oh, but you have a real because that's I think that's what they they use iceberg lettuces when you make foley of somebody punching somebody. That's you punch right. an iceberg lettuce. Yeah. So it sounds people look would look around. They go, "Did somebody just get punched?" <laughs> That's all they that? think with a, with a full body. Yeah, full body punch. <laughs> yeah, and then you'd have to pull lettuces over yourself, mm. and you have to get right in the middle because as you go to the exit, right to get off the the, the mm. lettuce compound, there's going to be these guards there with pitchforks that are going to be stabbing <laughs> into the lettuce, really damaging the produce for the people who are going to be buying it a le- so later. It's really day. sounding a lot like a lot of people are like getting punched. Yeah, well, that'll be sound like somebody was getting pierced. Sure. Um, with four prongs. And this is one of the problems with um, stabbing iceberg lettuce to see if there's a person in there. You can't tell. <laughs> oh, that's right, you can't <laughs> tell. Because it sounds exactly like you're stabbing people the entire time. Well, and that's that's the kind of myth that you could really get around the, uh, like, you know, spread around the uh, the compound before you jump in there. Right, so that's how you prepare the ground. So, so anyway, escape. that's why it's not worth checking that truck for for prisoners trying to escape. And then, you know, once you get those guards really convinced, yeah, that's when you make your move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The trick, tricky part is knowing when the guards are convinced. I guess the no, that's the easy... <laughs> It's when they stop stabbing the lettuces. Yeah, well, that's it. You keep an eye on them. You, yeah. You go, yeah. Maybe you could even, you could, you know, you know, the prisoners always seem to get access to phones. Yes. That seems to be a thing. Contraband and phones yes. seems to be a thing that you can't stop. So it, this is a modern prisoner of war camp. Well, you know, I mean, it doesn't have to be that modern. It could be 1993. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know? You get yourself a GSM phone. Yeah, you get one of those GSM. Anyway, you call up. Ericsson. It's a Sony Ericsson. It's a Sony Ericsson GSM phone. Is yeah. that GSM the brand or is it like a type GSM of... was the network back then, sure. I think. Sure. And it's a satellite. It's, yeah. all, it's also you, got, you also got an option for satellite in oh, case the GSM man. network goes down. Yeah. <laughs> and it, you don't get range out at, um, out at this rural property. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you call up on your phone and you go, Excuse me, I'm just a humble lettuce consumer. Mm. And I've been noticing both a lot of piercings in my lettuce than we get from your farm and the browning around the hole, mm. you know, due to air intake or I'm not sure exactly how it works. Whether is that oxidation process oxidation is taking place. Or is, that, or is that the lettuce? That's bloom? my sister. It's, yeah. What's that? I'm your sister talking oh, over Oh, well, that's my sister time. there. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, is it the is it the lettuce bleeding? I'm not sure. Do lettuces have blood? Why is it brown? And where is the brown when you don't pierce it? 
You know what I mean? Where does the brown come from? Where does, where the, does brown the brown go? go? Where do they store the brown <laughs> to put it at the, at the where the damage is? Anyway. Stop, how stop. does it know? Is this lettuce conscious in some way? Yeah, how does it, is it have a nervous system? What is going on with this, these lettuces? Mm. We, you, do you make very smart lettuce? Because if you do, you should stop stabbing it. Mm. That's a second argument. Why? Anyway. I don't even have a central nervous system. I have a central confidence system. Wow. That's how cool that's, I am. That's how really cool you are. <laughs> I mean, you know how confident people are cool. I guess the confident people are cool. Confident people are cool. Yeah, or cool people are confident. Yeah, you never see us see somebody who's fully full of doubt, and you go, "Man, that's cool." Yeah, although yeah, although there are some. Yeah, yeah, you know, everything's so perverse these days. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to see some fragility. Yeah, you know, I like that. I think that was very humble. Nothing's cooler than weakness and self doubt. Exactly, except for maybe confidence and strength. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So anyway, best this has been my best favorite. Food, best food to sleep on. Best yeah, is that a, is that a sketch? Uh, food bed. I mean this is I guess part of the having a restaurant. I guess so, yeah. Or bed and breakfast. I didn't get to answer. Well what oh what was your favorite food? It would probably be like a sponge cake or something, but that's oh, real boring. Of course, no, but that's a good that's a really good answer. Thank you. Because I mean a sponge is often what a mattress is made out of. Right. In a in yeah. a manner of speaking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you, you know what an I'm, accurate manner. What I meant. When I met my girlfriend, I uh, I was so unprepared on the camping festi- festival that I went to that I all I had was a piece of fruitcake for a pillow. This is true, right? That is absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> and I was and I was wearing when I met him. He didn't have nothing, not even a fruitcake for a pillar. No, but I had like, I borrowed somebody's tent and then I packed a bag, but somehow I also only packed t-shirts. I didn't pack any underwear. I didn't pack a change of shorts or anything like that, even though there was going to be swimming, right? And so I had a, I think I might have had a belt or some rope. And so when I went, when I wet my underwear, I just put on a t-shirt. I'm going to go with rope, some rope. Belt doesn't fit with my picture of this scenario no, yeah. at all. Yeah. Everything so, I know about you based on this particular anecdote, you're not a belt guy. Exactly. <laughs> and so then and so then we went swimming. And then before I even met my, my now wife, um, I had changed into a, a t shirt and put my legs through the arms <laughs> and then tied the rope around the top so they would stay up. And then <laughs> And then put wet shorts over those. <laughs> but but wh- why? Wh- why did you bother with the t-shirt at all? The t-shirt underpants. Well, it's, you know, it's more comfortable, you know, to to have something partially dry that is being wet from the outside. I don't. You know, rather than having to be right up against the wet shorts. But your genitals would have just been hanging through the uh, neck hole. Uh, you can you can sort of pull it down a little bit. You know, sort of. I don't, I'm not sure. Maybe I tied the the neck into a little knot. I don't think well. you can do that with the neck of a t-shirt. Oh. Not if you're putting your legs through the sleeves. There's not going to be enough loose fabric to get a knot going. Oh, yeah. Alistair, this story is full of holes. Yeah. <laughs> one ones... of which your penis and balls are hanging through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm confident. I'm very confident. <laughs> and nervous. It's a it's a it's a cloth hole. Mm. It's yeah. Much like the 
Alistair quickly checking the pad to see if that was in this episode. Yeah, did we write? Did we talk about bone hole in this episode? Uh, look, I can't remember. Yeah. Were we talking about bone hole? Well, because doctors having their own words for yeah, things. I mean, under- was that going to be a sketch, or was that in a different version of this episode, this podcast? I can't remember, Andy. I can't remember either. <laughs> All the, all, all the realities are melting into one. And it's almost like we should we sh- like we should do drugs because I think we have the memories of people who do a lot of like MDMA and stuff. Why is it so bad? Why is my memory so bad? I've... Is there anything that can be done to improve this? It's not like I do anything that's recreationally traditionally considered bad for the mind. Yeah. Except well, for look at my phone every 30 seconds. Yeah. Could that be affecting me in some way? I don't think so. I don't think I don't think I'd love to find out if it does, but unfortunately, every time I take out my phone, I forget what I'm looking for. Yeah. Go on Twitter. Yeah. And so then it's the same thing. I walk into a room. Sometimes I walk into a room while I'm looking for something mm. and go on to my phone while I'm looking for something else, and I forget both. <laughs> At the same time. At the same time, I go, That's why good. am I in this room and why am I in my phone? Okay. How about this? Everyone's worried about um, who's got the nuclear launch codes, mm. right? What uh, this is how we're going to make it sure that it's safe, right? And they don't get misused. If you want to launch the nukes, you've got to use an app on your phone, right? Yeah. Now, you're going to get out your phone to launch the nukes. Mm. You're going to get distracted unless it's really important for you to launch the nukes, right? You're not gonna. You're not gonna do it. You're That's gonna true. wind up into it. Or you're gonna forget why you got your phone out. War is averted. Okay, that's gonna be one of the best things to ever happen. Yeah, so I think or whatever screen, because I think it's it, it's probably more dangerous to have the the ability to launch it from your phone at where wherever you are, wherever the screen is. Like maybe if it's locked away behind a thing, you know, yeah. behind a bookcase or something, right? Because you're not gonna just be there accidentally. No, right? no. And then whatever that screen is, it has it already has your Twitter logged in and your Facebook. <laughs> This is great. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's it's we've got dual level security here. Yeah. And <laughs> and there's also like one of those websites that's kind of an aggregator of like the latest cool oh, stuff. Oh fuck. Yeah, like gizmos and stuff. Gizmos, but also mm. like, you know, the latest few meme or memes or videos or whatever that are like, hey, this person jumping into this ice covered pool discovers quickly that Ice up against your coccyx <laughs> really hurts. And you go, I got to see this. I got to see this because I really want to know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's how clickbait works. Yeah. Um. So, right, well, I think that's a sketch, right? I think that's absolutely a sketch, yeah. Um, I think it could be used for all sorts of things. I, I wonder how many... It's very possible that it... It already has averted wars. We know that Trump is on Twitter a lot. You know, we also know he's kind of an impulsive guy. Yeah, I think I think maybe Twitter allows him to vent those impulses, which otherwise could be expressed in so many more destructive ways. You gotta, you gotta let these little things out. You know, like God. Yeah. How does God communicate? Wind. Wind. Using tornadoes. Wind, twin, uh, huge floods. Butterflies. Butterflies. To represent the dead people that are gone. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with this. No, but oh, I forgot too. I forgot <laughs> what the beginning of it was. How does God communicate? But I mean, oh, it doesn't matter. But you know, like that when somebody, you know, sometimes somebody's died in the last year or something like that, and then mm. a butterfly, like you're with somebody, right? You know, what are your sort of like more op- 
open-minded friends mm-hmm. and then you see a butterfly and they go oh maybe that's the dead person trying to talk to us you know i bet you it is <laughs> <laughs> alistair i've never had that experience you've never had that i don't have those kinds of people in my life open-minded I shut friends? them out yeah it's often a i'm mo- very closed-minded it's often a mom yeah you know yeah one of your mum friend friend mums yeah friend mums <laughs> <laughs> you know but like often you know it's like a, i don't know it's that part when it's that age where we all get to where one screw comes a little bit looser mm. and you know you kind of just allow yourself to believe mm. a few more things. yeah the mind cracks open a little bit and bullshit seeps in yeah i guess i guess something happens where you, you don't you don't need to keep your defenses up for as long as much you yeah know? but then also old people seem to be super paranoid conservatives as well yeah, but right? it's because the they've allowed the leaks of of all the possibilities of horrible things that could happen if mm. they don't act cons- if they don't conserve but the way worst, things are. Worst thing, worst things come to the wor- the worst, right? Mm. You you die. Yeah, you <laughs> some terrible thing happens. You die, turn into a butterfly, come, and then you communicate to people <laughs> through being near them as a butterfly. As a butterfly, once every six months or something like that. Yeah. Just yeah. kind of like usually in butterfly season. Yeah, usually butterfly <laughs> season, but you do it by being sort of a bit careless with how close you get to humans and things mm. like that. You know, mm. a very swatty species. Mm. Would you say that we're quite, probably one of the swattiest? I think there's I think there's a lot of tails in the animal kingdom that are pretty swatty. Yeah, and cats you know? love a swat. They love to swat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that swats. I mean, birds are basically constantly swatting. Well, like as in flying. In flight. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it is a kind of a. It's a sort of a. A two-handed. A, um, yeah. Swat. Travel swat. Travel swat. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. They are kind of just swatting empty air and getting it out of there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Yeah, for for um, millennia, man has looked at the birds and envied their ability to do a two-handed travel swat. Well, they're, what they're swatting away is low altitude. Mm, the earth. <laughs> the earth. <laughs> it's such an effective swat. They actually get themselves away from whatever they're swatting. Well, relatively speaking, though, you know, mm. if you in the inertial reference frame of the bird, yeah. it is the earth that has been swatted away, and yeah. all the incumbent bugs. That lie therein. Yeah, but you think about that. Like when we swat, mm. right? I mean, I know you're t- talking about reference frames, but we swat and we try to make the bug go over there. Yeah. And I, but yeah, and I'm pretty sure within the, the reference frame of uh, you know the a fixed reference frame. Of, yeah. Let's say the the Earth. Like a truly fixed. A reference true fixed, frame. like a, like that brick in the middle of the <laughs> universe. You would see that relative to the brick, only only the bug moves. Mm, that right. brick that we were talking about on a bonus episode that most people haven't heard. Oh, right. Okay. There's a bonus episode we did where we talked the, about a, a brick that's in the middle of the universe that is a fixed, the, 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 finally a fixed point in the universe from which you can, you can determine how everything else is moving. These are the only episodes that we do remember. 
Yeah. <laughs> so the ones nobody's heard. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, look, I think we're doing a bonus episode after this that's going to be the second episode of Sci-Fi Try Guys where we come up with science fiction ideas and then Alistair and I have to go away and separately write short stories. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm very I'm very excited, excited well. to read my first short story out to you, Alistair, on Sci-Fi Try Guys. And I'm excited. And to hear your story. Yeah, I'm excited to, for the, both of those things with our roles reversed. Mm-hmm. And and also to come up with another sci-fi idea to ha- write for the following for the month. following month, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's 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 probably the thing that I'm most excited about. How do people access that tier of a Patreon? Oh, they go to patreon.com forward slash Think Tank, two in tank, tank, two in tank, yeah, and they um. Or Think Tank, I'm sure whoever they are, they're doing something. Yeah, they're they? probably doing well. Yeah, there aren't any bad Think Tanks, are they? There are there. There are no bad people. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, you can feel free to support them as well. And, uh, you know, maybe they'll send people our way. Mm. Who knows? Mm. If, yeah. they, if they exist. It must be happening. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you, you support the uh, the Overflow Tank tier for $8, you get to, you get to two bonus episodes a, m- a month. One, one, this, this, this Sci-Fi Try Guys is going to be coming out in the next couple of days, so I'll get it into this month's thing. And it's probably the, there's probably a big back catalogue of bonus episodes. It's a huge backlog. Anyway, yeah, we're at... way backed up. Anyway, we're turning into too much of an ad. It's not fine. what this show is about. No, what uh, what is this show about? It's about nuclear codes that are behind entry screens. What were we yeah. just talking? So not okay. a paywall, but a oh, distraction yeah. wall. You know, the ultimate um, barrier of all the barriers. I wonder if it could be weaponized in some way. The SWAT. Uh, no, no, the, the um, the, 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 the paywall. Oh, the paywall. Yeah, the, the, the distraction wall for stopping people getting from getting to the nuclear oh, codes, yeah. right? If it, um, you know, you, you could use it in the, in the, in the war, in, in war zones, mm. right? I um, think, especially if it was like weaponized notifications. Oh, absolutely. That. I mean, all you need is to distract people momentarily to get an opening. That's all it takes. Yeah. If you get a sniper on them. Mm. Or like some future sniper, like a mm. laser sniper. Mm. You know, probably robot sniper that just uses computer vision. Yes. I mean, not to. I don't know why you need the person to be distracted if you can see the thing with a computer vision. Um, and you're a robot. And you're a but robot. It can't hurt. Yeah, maybe maybe you're like a magpie and you can't attack mm. when their eyes are pointing towards you. Do you think that there's some way that we could just use maybe ultrasound, mm-hmm. right, and focused beams or something yep. to make them feel like their phone is vibrating? Oh, that's a good idea. They look yeah. down, shoot them in the head. That's right. Yeah, because maybe they're wearing like one of those helmets that's full mask, mm. but little hole opening in the top of the head. Yeah. And- <laughs> like that. And so that you've got to make them look down so that you can get a bullet in there or a laser or something. Sure. Yeah. Donut yeah. donut thing. Donut donut helmet. <laughs> I'm the inventor of the donut helmet. <laughs> <laughs> it's because a helmet you never that... get shot from straight above. Yeah. And so you you're paying for all that extra All that extra helmet up there. Nobody's up there. Nobody's there's no one up there. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever shoots you from above. No but, one's ever got the high ground in the in but, the wall. And even if they do, it's not straight up. No. It's not straight up. And they're not How laying, do they get up there? They're not laying up there in like a massage chest they can look directly down no. there's usually an angle and what you know what this does there's an air vent now you're in the war in the middle middle east mm-hmm. it's hot it's very hot your head gets hot yes now like a chimney out that, that heat all goes straight oh, out oh yeah and that hot air goes up 
And so cold air comes in through the side. Sucked in, sucked stimulating in. the brain. Oh, exactly. <laughs> From by, by tickling the hairs on, on the side of your head. Ah, brain stimulation. Away. Get smarter through airflow. You know, anyway, you'll save $2 per helmet. <laughs> it's worth it. In materials. In materials. It's worth it. And there's no, there's no Low, way. Lower carbon footprint. You want to feel guilt-free while wearing a helmet? Lower carbon head print. <laughs> and I've also made shoes with a little hole mm. out of the bottom of the shoe. Carbon carbon handprint? No carbon. one ever attacks you from un- straight down up into the ground. <laughs> or shoots right up into your feet. Except for landmines, obviously. <laughs> but rarely. But they're illegal in war now. <laughs> And nobody ever breaks the rules in war. <laughs> ah. Anyway, thanks a lot. Mm. Um, well, is that something? Well, what, 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 what are we talking was, about? Well, it was the thing that makes it use focused beams to make it seem like you, your phone is vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> so they look down, you can shoot them through the top of the head. It's almost like you have to invent that technology, sell it to your enemy first. I mean, <laughs> invent the helmet technology, yeah. sell it to your enemy. Yeah, this is real... this is how I would be thinking ahead. And look, I'm sure this happens, mm. right? International arms trade, huge big thing, right? Mm-hmm. We're buying parts for, we're, we're buying uh, uh, submarines from France, mm-hmm. right? Who's to say the French aren't thinking ten steps ahead to an eventual war between? Oh, absolutely! An eventual sea war between Australia mm. and France. Underwater sea war. Underwater sea war, and you know we'll. They will have built stuff into the submarines that they know how to exploit. Of course, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? That would be a huge uh, military disadvantage, wouldn't it, to to not put that in? Yeah. Because if we turn against them, they'll be like, oh, no, our perfect weapons that we built. Yeah, we worked so hard on those (laughs) and made them indestructible as we were paid to do. And so what they, yeah, they have to put in a little... As per the terms of the contract... Surely nobody's going through all this, the source code. Of, it can't be. And how can you even predict what source code's going to do anyway? Yeah. It'd be so complicated. You could put stuff in there that operates on a, on a level that we can't even understand. <laughs> That's right. Us, two people who are unfamiliar with, with any kind of, any kind of programming. <laughs> I'd even learned some, and I feel now like I, learned, I know less than I knew before I went to that... Yeah, well, it's all moved on. What did you study? Oh, I've done a few. I did uh, um, C+. Plus. Yeah, we did C+. Plus. I did C. I didn't do C. Did I think I did Blue Eiffel? Oh, no, I've never or heard Eiffel? of that one. Or I, just Eiffel? I can't remember. Yeah, right. I remember it kept me, kept making me think about, I'm blue, dun, dee, dun. Mm. So, but that, that was because it was blue, and it also they were called Eiffel 65. Yeah. And then I also did another one. Is it like a Catran or something like that? Petran? Fetran? Oh, yeah, that... Uh, that um, that rings a bell. Did a bit of MATLAB. Fortran? Fortran, yeah, probably that. No, that sounds like Fortran, but something like that. Fortran? Yeah. For- uh, I, did, uh, I did Haskell. You ever do Haskell? No, I never did and Haskell. Pas- Pascal? Oh, I think I did some Pascal. Yeah? Yeah. And, uh, and, and MATLAB. Yeah, a bit of MATLAB. Um, oh, and C plus and. Your brothers. Maybe I did a little bit of be basic. MATLAB. They should be called MATLAB because they're the math users. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's the exact reason why they won't go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The you know well, that and they probably hate it. 
just not worth trying with them anymore. What are you writing down now? Um, oh, the whole helmet with the vibrating phone. Yeah, whole helmet with vibrating. The Phantom, the Phantom Ringer. Well, in general, though, no, like whole getting helmet your, getting with your vibrating to look leg, down. long long game. It's a long game. Yeah, you're selling it to their to their military as a way of saving money without mm. losing soldiers. Anything. <laughs> and there, and then. It's when, when you've convinced them that it's to lose nothing, you make them realize they've lost everything because you're going to shoot a vibrating thing that mm. makes their leg tickle mm. and they think that their phone is going off. Yeah. Look down. Look down. and Bam. And hopefully we kill them all before they, re- they the word gets around, don't look down when you're... Fo- I don't think they'd like, be able to stop yeah. themselves. It's true. Right. Because even if you tell them, there'd be a moment of weakness. I wouldn't be surprised if this whole vibrating phones Mm. thing that we have was part of one of these. Yeah, absolutely. Well, once we start seeing sort of donut helmets. Because you know when your phone vibrates and you look down? Yeah. (laughs) You look down at your pants because your phone's vibrating. You don't just reach for your phone. Yeah. You look down to see if you can see the vibrations. That's right. Through the pocket. Yeah. Also, sometimes you can see the light from your phone through there. Yeah, maybe someone. Yeah, see that on someone else probably more readily than you can see it on yourself. Yeah, but sometimes you can try, right? No, you can definitely. You can always try, Al. It's one of the great things about life. Yeah. Do you think we should do three words? I'd love to do three words. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm pretty. It's been a really fun time. I'm glad that you're having a good time. I am I'm glad a good time. that you're enjoying this more than the one where we floundered for nine <laughs> minutes and then fought for uh, one. We floundered for eight minutes. Eight minutes. Fought for one minute. Fought for one. And then. And I was right. Yeah. Um, all right. Three words come from a, a listener. Okay. So this time. Oh, and, that's, and that I makes think, a change. I think it's the first time that this listener has ever given in uh, some suggestions. Now they have. Lovely. A rather unorthodox first name. It's XZ. Mm. XZ Neil. Mm-hmm. Hi, XZ Neil. Hi, XZ Neil. Thank you so much for becoming a patron and for sending us three words. Now, are you ready for the three words? I'm so ready, Alistair. Flabbergasted. <gasps> Burlap. Yep. Pig. Fantastic words. You know yeah. what that makes me think of? Tell me. It straights me, takes me straight away to um, obviously the Australian um, bush poem slash song, mm. once uh, waltzing Matilda. Yeah. You know because of course he was he was um, a jolly swagman. Yeah. Uh, once a jolly swagman, camp by a billabong under the shades of the Coolabar tree. Yeah. Um, uh, down came a jumbuck to drink at that water water hole. Up mm-hmm. jumped the swagman and grabbed him with glee. Yep. He sang as he stuffed that jumbuck in his tucker bag. Yeah. You'll come a waltzing Matilda with me. Yeah. Now, um, and that's a type of sheep. A jumbuck is a type of sheep. A tucker bag is a type of bag. bag. A swagman is a sort of a homeless man who would walk through mm. the outback. But he was jolly. Or, he, was, he seemed jolly until the very end when he kills himself. Yeah. And uh, throws himself into a billabong. A billabong is a sort of a region of water. A coolabar is a type of gum tree. Yeah. Oh, so it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. A little two-verse poem that a lot of people seem to think should be our national anthem. Yeah. Um, which should be really interesting. I, I, th- I say go for it, you know? I mean... Why not? Suicide. Lean into it. In the rural areas. Lu- suicide and sheep theft. Yeah. 
rural suicide, homelessness. And does the, does the sheep also die in this saloon? I reckon the sheep probably dies. Does he go, Does it go in with him? I mean, I is it struggling a bit? I reckon when he jumped up and grabbed the sheep. Yeah. I don't think he was stuffing it into his tucker bag alive. alive. I reckon he killed it. He may have even chopped it up. Yeah, right. right? So how big's this sheep? How big's this bag? Yeah, it's just crazy to think. I think we need more information. Yeah, but unless he's got like one of those good straps that allows him to like click it on the front around so it carries oh, a lot yeah, of the weight, weight around the... his belly or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. around the hips or something. Yeah, the bone hole. Yeah, around near the bone hole area. <laughs> um, the pelvis. When we were talking about the bone hole area earlier. Yeah, or the we pelvis. And the, if, let's say the area wasn't... earlier. Oh, that's right, because we were talking about the pelvic, uh, the floor pelvis, mm. right? And I was picturing it's like a pelvis. But it would just kind of be like a nice place. Like if it's just kind of sticking out out of the ground, uh. like, you know, I guess the part of the bone, the back of the pelvis, maybe the pelvic floor mm. is a part of the floor. Mm. And then the rest of the pelvis kind of comes out. It'd be a great place to like just slot in like your, your slippers mm. right in the floor pelvis. Well, I also think that the, um, you know, when the baby is ready to be born, mm. uh, the head of the baby fits into the pelvis. Yeah slots in there that would probably feel quite nice right so maybe this would be a thing like you have a floor pelvis in yeah. your house so wait. And then you do a little headstand put your head in the floor pelvis and it just mm. sits in there quite nicely oh yeah maybe you can rest on you know take take the weight off your feet put it onto your neck oh that's yeah that'd be nice for a bit i think yeah yeah maybe like a just a couch like a, a lazy boy mm. oh, you know what that would be yeah if you put your head into a floor pelvis it'd be like you were wearing the world as a hat Oh, yeah. That would be Earth nice. hat. Yeah, well, you could do it with a lazy boy, you know, like a recliner chair. Yeah. That not only just reclines back so you can oh, lay down, yeah. but then so you can go Keeps all, going all the way all over. The way, and then your head <laughs> goes into the pelvis. And then it's like you're wearing the earth as a hat. But yeah. also like you're about to be born. And also like you're sitting in a chair upside down. Oh, yeah. It's not too bad. Mm. As long as there's also maybe some shoulder rests. Mm-hmm. Kind of keep you up. Take a bit of weight on the shoulders. Maybe there's still one of those straps mm. around the waist, right? Yeah. And now you're still taking the weight in the waist, but yeah. now it's your weight upside down. And so that's the the the, the strap from the guy with the the, <laughs> the tucker bag. Yeah. With the <laughs> <laughs> bringing that tucker bag technology to them. <laughs> so wait. Anyway, so, so flabbergasted this... burlap pig. Yeah. Sorry, we can move on. So flabbergasted is. Such a great word. Yeah. Isn't it? It's another one of those it. ones, the onomatopoeia, that isn't onomatopoeia. No, yeah, it's the yeah. onomatopoeia. The word gas, flabbergast. Flabbergasted. I mean, it, if if we didn't have the word fart for fart, mm. I'd say, let's use the word flabbergasted. No, I flabbergasted in here. Yeah. Sounds more like fart than fart, really, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, fart seems wrong. Fart, fart seems like it should be like a f- financial term. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, they're, they're doing 20, 25 micro farts per, um, per cubit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Dow oh, Jones is down 25 farts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's free up fart. For, and it's a single syllable word. Mm. Those are, Again, you know, we've talked about this on the show before. Or yeah. maybe we haven't. We've talked about it somewhere, that there are a lot of single syllable sounds that aren't being used, you know? Yeah. Like, Beep. Like oh, and a beepers. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I think this is exactly what happened last time that you started saying ones that are being used. Oh yeah. Anyway, two. No, two's done. 
Weeb. Yeah. Okay. Weeb. Deke. Um. I mean, I. Ben. Glot. Glen. Glent. Glent. Glent isn't being used. There's a glent in her eye. Anyway. Okay. Uh, I think fart's a good one that could be used somewhere else. And then flabbergasted, a word that doesn't get used for its regular use ever, mm-hmm. would be so much fun to say instead yeah. of fart. Absolutely. I All hear right. you. Pig burlap. Flabbergasted. Is that, is that what we should use Do as the bit? As the sketch? I mean, I don't okay. know. I don't know. I, I, what do you think? How do you feel about it? This is going to be a really short episode, by the way. If really? We go over that. Yeah. Um, like under under 45 minutes. Wow. Yeah. How crazy is that? Well, look, I'll just write f- swap fart for flabbergasted, but I think we got to get to that dress up this pig in some burlap. <laughs> what is burlap? Uh, well, a burlap sack. I think it might be like hessian or something. Oh. You know, or some, t- some type of like uh, cotton, rough cotton type of weave. Maybe oh, right. it's, maybe it uses a bit of hemp or something like that. Yeah. A burlap sack, and is famously like if you if you didn't have any clothes, mm. maybe you would wear a burlap sack. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's either a burlap sack or a barrel with those two straps over the shoulders. Yeah, where do you get those straps, though? I don't know where you get those stra- straps, and 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 what is that doing for your mobility? A lot of the time, the people who find themselves wearing a barrel mm. are also sort of on the run in some way. Yeah. You know, there's. They're, you know they've 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 got the wrong end of the law, mm. right? And now you're you're fleeing. I don't think a barrel is helping yeah. you in any way. You're more conspicuous. You're less agile. I mean, I think a, a burlap sack is where it's at. Yeah, no, I think a barrel is is a really poor decision. It's quite a heavy object. Mm, heavy. It's like yeah. It's like the outside of a piano. And where are you getting these barrels that don't have a top or a bottom in them? Yeah, well, how are you attaching those straps? You don't have time for that. You're on the run. You're on the run. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could. Put the barrel on its side and, oh, and roll. roll inside it. Oh, that's quite good. Then becoming some... a human wheel. Yeah. Or oh, maybe they thought about this more than we gave them credit for. <laughs> I know, but you're nude inside wood. Yeah, Splinter Town. Splinter right? Town, yeah. yeah. They're not thinking, you know, like they kind of want there to be a little bit of splinters. They're probably storing wine in there. You want... You want splinters in well, the wine. Well, you want you want some openings into the woods and get some flavor in increase there. Increase the surface area. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You want a perfect barrel. Maybe uh, you do. I mean, only God has perfect barrels. Exactly. Only God's barrel is perfect. Do you think God has a barrel? He's got to have at least one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Andy, I think we'd, let's just call it. Let's call this episode. Oh, man, I am getting tired. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've still got to do, do this whole bonus episode, which I'm very excited about, yeah. by the way. Sci-fi Alistair. Try Guys. Sci-Fi Try Guys. All right. Yeah, I'll sign up to the Patreon and get that bonus gear. Well, I'll take us through the episode. Okay. We've got under an anesthetist. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, no. Yes. First, this is just one where it's early anesthetic, mm. use of anesthetic, where they didn't have any chemicals. Mm. They didn't even have any herbal things. They had... They had they didn't They'd even have them. alcohol. They, they didn't even have that bit of wood that you used to bite down onto. Yeah, they, they shunned all that stuff as, as quackery, mm-hmm. right? And and then they just had, like, the anesthetist press their belly up against your mouth and nose mm, quite and put f- their fingers in your ears mm. while you lay on the thing until you sort of, you don't show them very many signs of, like, <laughs> consciousness. Writhing. I imagine writhing is yeah. one of the big signs. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so I think I think there's something there. Yeah. Then we got having a restaurant. <laughs> and so this is a, a real guy, throwback sketch to, to if you don't two. know episode two or episode one or something like that. Yeah. We came up with a sketch under a restaurant. Yeah, and uh, so that was a police station that was well, there was a restaurant that was under a police station and yeah. above another police station or something. Yeah. And then this this is a having a restaurant. It's a having a restaurant. It's a guy who was opening a rant. Yeah, <laughs> a rant. Yeah, who got his wife to name was he was, no, his was wife. oh no it wasn't his wife sorry it was, it was she yeah that no, was just she <laughs> it was she. <laughs> she was she was anyway she she was about to send the name of whatever place they were um they they were opening they they were I'm not sure if they were sure I don't know if this bears revisiting no, Alistair no, I big, think it's all going to fall apart it was a, some kind of big hall anyway she was sending it to the sign writers <laughs> said I'm going to have a rest and then I don't know the word Arant got in there. <laughs> well, his name is Arant. Yeah, so I mean it was possible, you know. And and then um, having a rest, Arant. And he turned it into a. It's like a restaurant that you sleep on the table on top of the food. Mm. Yeah, and it was. It's worked out really good for him. He's been able to skirt both f- food cleanliness laws That's and right. and hotel sort of sanity laws. Sanity and sanitary, yeah. and that's what I want. That's what I look for in an establishment. I look for a loophole. I look for an establishment that's managed to find a loophole behind all OHNS regulations. <laughs> he, the the uh, the judge let him off of those uh, OHNS uh, like or flu, food cleanliness uh, infringements based on insanity. <laughs> Please. You gotta go to the. You gotta go to this place. It's amazing. The chef got off his uh, food safety violations by pleading insanity. <laughs> you mean insanitary? No. No. no, no. <laughs> That's what the charge was. <laughs> um, but but conversely, a, a murderer had previously got off the murder conviction by being it's <laughs> the judge found him. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were, you were too dirty to cause this crime. <laughs> That's like the case in which somebody got murdered, <laughs> but they were so clean that this dirty person couldn't possibly have done it. That's going good. Mm. It would have happened like played in, insanitary in the place where where they you know they make uh, microchips for. Computers right. and stuff, and you gotta yeah. like wear those white things and things yeah, like that. Yeah, it's done in a you, you know pre- pressurized environment, or mm. whatever airlocks and and all like dirt has to be taken off you, and you have to wear things like that. And then this person was too clean mm. to be murdered by this filthy fucker. That's right. Anyway, then we have uh, nuclear codes. I'd like to plead the filth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nuclear codes <laughs> entry screen behind uh, having to get through Twitter and Facebook first. So that's the screen yeah. where you got to put in the nuclear codes. You first, if you to really want to do it, you first you got to you got to get through remembering what you got to do <laughs> through Twitter and Facebook. Do you think that's quite dangerous? And that one time they might really need it, and then 
they do just get lost in no, it. I mean, how how much do you really need these nukes? I guess you never really need. But nukes. also, I, th- I think if surely if everyone you knew was going to die, you wouldn't spend that long checking Twitter. Yeah, you'd check just to see what the progress yeah, sure. is. Sure, you'd click on the thing, but then you wouldn't go into each notification. You'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll check those later. Mm. Now to bomb. Once I survive this nuclear winter, mm. I'll go and check the rest of this. I'll stuff. have lots of time in the bunker. Mm-hmm. You, know, you keep reminding yourself, time to check them in the bunker. There'll be time to check them in the bunker. Mm-hmm. That's how you get through. Yeah, and then you go, what am I talking about? Check... <laughs> check it in. Check it in. Yeah, I'll check it right now. <laughs> um, then we got SWAT travel, which mm. is just, I guess, how birds travel. I don't know if there's anything in this. It's so funny to me, the criteria that you have. No, I mean, look, that down. one I, I really didn't feel. I just felt like we were we were somewhere, and I f- forgot where we, mm. we got to. It just mm. felt like, you know, it's a SWATing based mode of transport. It's, this joke has obvious, obviously been done in some animated movie, mm. right? But, like... Like, was this done in Bugs Life? I don't know. But it feels like it could have been. Mm-hmm. SWAT team comes in to kill Bugs. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's definitely the name of of some um, pest yeah. exterminators, right? They'd be pest exterminators. So many called SWAT, and they'd have big jackets mm. that say SWAT on them. Yeah. And then they'd come and kill your cockroaches. Yeah, but then they'd spray them or something like that. Spray and you go, well, oh, it's not really that accurate. No. Should be called, should say spray yeah. on there. Spray. <laughs> And, and then that doesn't yeah. really make sense. Yeah, sorry. No. Oh, well. It'll be $100, please. And then we got this um, whole helmet and vibration leg long mm. long game. Mm. Um, you know, you know it, how it if, goes. And if there are any defense, like... Yeah, that's right. Like, we're willing to sell ideas to defense. That's right. We'll come up with defense ideas. Yeah, if you work for BAE Didn't you systems. tell me you knew someone who just had to come up with ideas yeah. for defense? Yeah, I did. That sounds, you know... And apparently, I talked to his um, his uh, beloved recently, and she says that he's maybe working on something more ethical these days, so... Oh, that's great. So it could be an opening. Could be a stepping stone to ethic being ethical. Yeah, well, I mean... No, but it could be that there's an opening at the company that he was working Oh, at. that's great. That's yeah. even better. Stepping yeah. stone to something less ethical. Well, for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know if he's coming up with, you know, murder ideas for this new place. I think so that wouldn't be good for us. We need a place that will take our, our mm. military no, ideas. No, of course. You're right. Well, I mean, we we'll probably need a place that will also take our comedy ideas. <laughs> they, might, they might need both. Who says the military doesn't need to be funny? That's true. That's true. Uh, and then we've got Swap Fart for Flabbergasted. That's our last sketch. <laughs> I think for how, how much fun we had on this episode. There's, there's not, not a, a lot there. There's not, not a lot, lot on the shit. page, yeah. is there? But it's just nice to spend time with you, Alistair. Oh, it's just the journey that matters, really, yes. Andrew. Thank you. You're so mean to me. No, I'm not. I was really enjoying that that we went on a but we both I think we both had the idea at the same time to go and have a nice <laughs> a solo. It was, it was that it's not, was not true. Hey? You were mocking me with my your solo was mocking my solo. I know, but, but but then in music, I was just trying to, to I realized I was just doing your dibba dubba thing. 
Yeah. And I thought I would have to do something else. And then after, and then I the realized I, I was probably doing your solo thing. No. But, but there were there were motifs and we were working in... Interplay. Interplay yeah. and things yeah. like that, Andy. That was probably the purest music we've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of self-doubt you, that came you, through there as well. Were you mocking my dibba-dobba? <laughs> <laughs> you know that would never be the way this plays out, <laughs> Alistair. It could be. When would I ever have the confidence to mock you in the music bit? Andy, I'm not... Anyway, we... If I ever mock you in the music bit, I want you to know that's not me. That's an alien that's taken my form. (laughs) Okay. Okay? That's how you're going to be able to tell. Well, I want you to know if I'm I'm mocking in a mean way, that's also not me. If I'm lightly... (laughs) Parodying. Parodying, (laughs) you know, enjoying what you're doing through... Through mimicry. Oh, it's just that this isn't the episode where you specifically said we're going to do a count in at the start of yeah. the first song because I I know that it frustrates you. No, no, no I mean, we're <laughs> no, I just thought we would just trial it. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we should have just had that discussion after the. No, air. no, no. They need to know. They need to know. Um, it's 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 lovely that you listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. We have such a good time doing this podcast. Yeah, the fact that anybody listens is a miracle, and the fact that some of you enjoy it an even greater miracle. Yeah, and we are on well, Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm at stupid old Andy. I'm at Alistair TB. We're at Two and Tank. If you want to support us on Patreon, we would love that so very much. If you also want to review us on iTunes or we'll any other place, that. we'll take them. If anyone's on, 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 on Stitcher, yeah. I think the only review on there is from me. <laughs> I think maybe. I but it was very easy. convincing. Yeah. I read it and I thought, oh, someone's reviewed us on Stitcher. <laughs> Look at this woman. I wonder what I said. <laughs> oh, I listened to it with my husband or something like that. I was like, he's deep in character here. If you want to find Alistair's Stitcher review, yeah. maybe just review that. Yeah. Or report it as fake. Oh, no. Yeah, see if you can get him kicked off. That would be incredible. Get that back down to a, a to nice zero, round zero. zero. Yeah. The roundest of all the numbers. Yeah. And we love, love you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.